0: You are now listening to High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. Now let's join our hosts, Q and J, as they broadcast live from the writer's room. The show starts in one. It's all just like testies, testies and
1: touches and some testies. between.
0: Between the last episode and this episode, though, I'm starting to have a feeling that you have an obsession. Between Maybe I just do. now, you're like, testes, and then on the last one you were like, well, I'm going to read this email. And it's just like, dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> no, <but> no, 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 <laughs> hey, hey.
1: Dicks, in, in, in my defense, the last one, the email was obsessed with penises, not me. That was just an email that we got. The that email is. person was obsessed with testes and penises. Um, and her non-sexy husband boyfriend was not at home, so come make <laughs> sex time with us. So that wasn't me. That was totally our fans. But, yeah, I have to keep mentioning that I have a wife in the show or people will get the wrong impression of me. Did Mm -hmm. we say
0: that in our last episode? I have
1: said many times in the show that I have a wife for that specific reason. Because you don't want
0: people to think you're like a young stud trolling for dick emails?
1: Young stud, nothing. I'd be like a, a weird bear. That would make people uncomfortable. That would uncomfortable. be like <laughs> us. Yeah. We would, be,
0: we would be bears. The gay community, speaking of pride, yeah. happening recently. That happened last yesterday. On yeah.
1: Vogue was downtown or something? Yeah, they would, they would love us. Yeah, I know. But um, I, see, I do know that. Like, I, I'm not, you know, love who you love. I just don't happen to swing that way, but everything's great with it. Um, you <laughs> you know. need
0: to see Popstar Never Stop Stopping. I, wanna, I, stop I do want to see it. There's an amazing song that he does about, uh-huh. like, uh, free love or whatever, but it's him singing this song about, uh, like, gay rights mm-hmm. and how everybody needs lamb off him. But he keeps he keeps interjecting that he's not gay. So he's like, one love, not gay. And <laughs> then, he, then at one point, he just devolves into just listing hetero-stereotyped things. Like, he's like, nunchuck, flying kick, sports.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to see that real bad. We went and saw, we actually had a date night the other night. My parents took Emma, and we went and saw uh, Finding Dory. How was that? Good sequel. Nice. It's a good Pixar sequel, just like we hoped in the show. I don't know if I'd say it's better than like Toy Story 2, but it is, let me put it this way. It is the same caliber of sequel. So Toy Story, Finding Dory, not as good as Toy Story 1, or Finding Nemo, not as good as Toy Story, but the level from Toy Story to Toy Story 2 mm-hmm. same level of quality from Finding Nemo to I Finding Story. I almost Dory. feel
0: like with that statement you need to draw me like a fucking flow chart because <laughs> you're like you're like if you would see if you added <laughs> Toy Story if you divided by Cars divide divided by add Monsters Incorporated but multiply Monsters University multiply
1: by planes which is zero so it negates everything uh,
0: let's go ahead and fucking high five, high five. and get this shit. going
1: high five should we high five? High five. High five. High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo. High five! Don't leave me hanging. The time I don't even know. You? I mean, half the time I don't even know we're recording, so I'm always ready. I know, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my I, best thing is like people. I like, have <laughs> stories. <laughs> the word, the the whole podcast should just be me faking words like <laughs> <laughs> movies and, man and, man and Edward Norton. Blah, blah, blah. It's not
0: already. You don't do that. I <laughs> hate you. That's what your list sounds like to me. It's just like, <laughs> can you fist. see my middle finger right <laughs> here on your face? I can. Good. Unfortunately, the people who are listening, because we're recording, can't see it. Of course we are. <laughs> but oh. it, at least this time, I sound like the asshole coming back from, right. from our intro.
1: So. so you're masking my asshole. Exactly. My asshole I threw myself
0: on your asshole grenade. <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds real gross. So then speaking of grenades... asshole grenade is the worst. Ready for this thing. segue? Speaking of grenades and war and history this this episode is about american history was that that was a good i went a
1: long way no. around to come back to the subject i'm gonna give that segue like a c minus oh good as long as but i grade on a curve when it comes uh-oh. to segues so it's action <laughs> so b minus <laughs> Ah, well done yeah oh that was solid i like that oh, so man
0: um, I'm going to need you to grade on a massive curve with this list because I'm going to be honest. I know jack all shit about American history. I'm proud to be an American, but I don't know <laughs> anything about was this green, green grass or
1: whatever it is. You know, for, until like this. I was like seven or eight years old, I kind of thought that was our national anthem because <laughs> I heard that song everywhere growing up, you know, growing up in the South. Yes. You just, it, it's it's. It plays in Walmart. It plays at Cracker Barrel. Like It's, better it's, than all, it's on, what on I, loop at Cracker Barrel. It's better than what I thought it
0: was growing <laughs> up in the South. I thought it was
1: good old Rocket Top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that song so much. <laughs> but I'm proud to be on a high
0: five pocket. <laughs> where at least I know I'm free. But, man, I'm going to put it f- straight up. You suggested this. I did. Because you have a wifey.
1: That is a big old fan. Huge. Well, she's a fan of history in general, which yes. I usually could care two shits about. Yeah, yep. I'm terrible at that. Like I'm, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm the type of person that's like, oh, it happened a long time ago. Don't care. Right. <laughs> like just flat out. But she's a huge fan of it, and um, you know, this is the week of Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> or when this episode will be released, it is. So it it was fitting that we talk about it. And honestly. Whatever you say to the contrary, there are a shit ton of movies about this topic. Now, we did have to kind of rein it in because if you include anything that's in American history, you've got things that happen on other continents or things that just happen in the past. Let's be honest, America is very
0: good about getting itself involved in things that don't take place <laughs> right. in America. So 9 out of every
1: 10 history <laughs> movies have to do with another country. Right. So we eliminated all those. Yep. And also we eliminated ones that just happened in the past, like Little House on the Prairie cuz I know that would probably would have been on right. your list. Right, like right. it can't just happen a long time ago. It's yes. not Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. It has woman, to happen movie. like around or involving an right. event that's right. significant to American history. Yes. It doesn't have to be, like, an accurate retelling. We'd said, uh, you know, we made sure that historical fiction was allowed. But it has to revolve around some sort of significant event or time period. Yes. 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 But Uh, this is going to be great. (laughs) I love your trepidation on this because I'm I'm, going to make fun of your list so bad. I'm just going to say, my list is going to kick your list's ass. Um, I will say this. My list is going
0: to be... Far more interesting, better movies than your list, but yours will probably hew <laughs> closer to uh, the actual criteria like, for forming this My list,
1: list is going to come over to your continent list, yep. trade you some beads mm-hmm. and some corn, and then make you move across your continent in a trail of movie tiers. Yeah. That's how good my so list basically,
0: is. You are the Donald Trump of this podcast. Do I hate you? Yeah. Right? That's what you're saying. Because you are like, we're going to make America great again by (laughs) your list. I'm going to hashtag make
1: American history movies great again. Yeah. And
0: I'm the poor immigrant that you're like, you can't come on my soil. Gross. Right. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Except you can
1: everybody can see it. Everybody can come on that soil. <laughs> <laughs> just all over it. Oh, man. But um, I'm going to I'm going to build a wall between our lists. I'm going to make you build it. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and get right into it. Okay. I
0: want to hear some of this amazing list that you're talking about that your wife made for you. So let's no, go. no. My wife <laughs> helped with this. No, no, no. Some of these. Let's, are <laughs> let's be honest. Since
1: we're being brutally honest on air, <laughs> let's be honest. Your wife made this list for you. Part of it. This one the one I'm about to say was all me. All right, good. My number 5. Uh-huh. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford.
0: Okay. I haven't I seen that movie. You yet. haven't so
1: Oh, you need to. Andrew so just Dominic So tell me about it. Okay. So Andrew Dominic the director, he also did Killing Them Softly. Uh-huh. So, one, I actually had to write this down because there were so many, but I want to read you this cast. Okay. Brad Pitt, yep. Casey Affleck, Sam Shepard, Jeremy Renner, Sam Rockwell. Mary Louise Parker, Zoe Deschanel, James Carville, Sinbad, and Ted Levine, <laughs> Levine. I gotcha. T- I think it's Levine. Put the jersey, James, in yeah, the basket. <laughs> Would you fuck me, I'd fuck me. Would you fuck Jesse James? <laughs> I'd fuck Jesse James. But yeah, so the assassination, assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Um, I want to highly recommend everyone see it. It's one of the most beautiful historical movies ever made. Also, but it, historically, it has the longest title ever. Yes, it really <laughs> does. <laughs> but it's incredibly good. So Casey Affleck plays Robert Ford, mm-hmm. or Bob, in the movie, and it's about him being obsessed with Jesse James, who's played by Brad Pitt, wanting to join his crew near the, one of their last missions. And it sort of goes through their weird, like, bromantic relationship with this guy being obsessed with Jesse James. Okay. And then how he ends up Basically being the person to assassinate him so he can become famous.
0: Oh, all right. So Casey Affleck, yeah, yeah.
1: through the course of the movie, goes from just fanboying the shit out of Jesse James to being part of his gang and realizing that he's just a human being to then Jesse James sort of backhanded, backhandedly manipulating him into assassinating Jesse James so Jesse James's name will live forever, and he won't fade off into mediocrity. Right. But it also makes Robert Ford famous, and then ruins his life. That's amazing. That. This sounds great. I have to it check it every, out. Every sure. every scene in the movie could be like a screenshot that's framed and put on a wall. It's one of the most beautiful movies ever. I'm, like it is. It's fantastically done sold in every by way. That, so
0: I would love to see it.
1: So sure. anyone out there who has seen it, uh, you can talk about it. Let us know. But if you haven't seen the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. It it's <laughs> high, high up there. That yeah. title keeps
0: cracking me up. It's though. named that after is, a book. That is too much, though. They, <laughs> needed to, they needed to just bring that down a little bit. No, I it's like it, though. though.
1: I like it. So, all right, okay. so that's solid number five. Number four, mm-hmm. Gone with the Wind. Yep. By Victor right. Fleming. Yeah. I mean, I can be down with that. This one I kind of struggled with, and this one is definitely one Amanda had me put on the list, yeah. because it's not a movie that I'll sit and watch just all the time. Right. One, it's, I think eleven hours long. Yeah, um, and twelve they, and a half. They actually yeah. give you a gun when you buy it, so you can kill yourself halfway through. Perfect. Um, but sorry, Amanda. <laughs> the, I mean, it, it is a fantastic. Don't apologize <laughs> but This is our <laughs> show, David. <damn it>. We <laughs> say what we want here. This is the cone of safety. <laughs> but in there is not a cone. Well, that's for not you to deal anywhere. with. That. I'm safe when I leave, so it's fine. <laughs> but Gone with the Wind, it. it can't be denied that it's a fantastic film. Right. I mean, it did so, I mean, it's the largest, at the time, the largest scene with the most number of extras yeah. that had ever been filmed. First African-American Oscar winner with uh, Hattie McDaniel. Doesn't
0: it have, like, a highest grossing thing, too, wasn't yeah. it? One that, it made, like, a shit ton of money.
1: Shit ton of money. Yeah. I mean, and they actually, uh, you know, they were one of the first films to use a curse word right. on camera. They had to plead right. for months just to have them say and damn And honestly, I don't give a end. damn about that. And I, I, frankly, my dear, I couldn't, frankly, my cue... I couldn't give a damn hashtag, funny I like
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean it is it's just one of those masterpieces of cinema. It really right. is um, you know it, it all revolves around the Civil War just the cinematography is great. Some of the technical feats that they were able to do, like back then they didn't have the, the green screens and they weren't able to do the set pieces they could do now. Uh, I think Amanda was telling me about, there was one scene where they were trying to film a sunset with two characters standing on a hill and it was supposed to be beautiful, but uh. they could never get it right. So they hired like mathematicians from UCLA to figure out how they could manipulate it with math. And they what? did it using calculus. It's like all these ridiculous ways to make this movie fantastic. And, uh, Victor Fleming, again, just sort of nailed it with his reproduction of this novel. I mean, it's, it's, again, not one of my favorite movies, but it is undeniably one of the best movies ever made and definitely one of the best about the history of America.
0: I could totally get behind that. Once again, I, I really like your list. I know so, you're really excited about shitting on my list. Well, I might not, though. I might not. I'm really I've been excited about list. some of
1: your lists that I have ended up shitting on, so maybe this time... I'll be really excited about shitting on your list, and I won't be able to.
0: That's totally fair. So hit me with your number three, then. Tombstone. <laughs> That's
1: solid flick. <laughs> I know, right? I love Tombstone. This was solid actually, flick. up until I started really diving into the mechanics and the quality and the value that, that some of these films add to American cinema, uh-huh. Tombstone was, like, my number one. Because I'll watch that movie any, any day of the week. I think Val Kilmer is fantastic as sure. uh, Doc Holliday. Do you know, um, fun fact for all of the cinephiles out there, um, that Willem Dafoe, <laughs> Willem Defoe was supposed to be Doc Holliday. I did not know that. But Buena Vista uh-huh. refused to, just, to distribute the movie if he got cast, because he had just been in The Last Temptation of Christ, and it was really? so controversial. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then um, the original director, which also is uh, kind of unknown, his name is like Kevin Jarre, Jarre, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he got fired a couple weeks in to shooting the film, And because um, Kurt Russell was so scared that they would shut down the production of the film before they found a new director, he just rallied everybody together and ended up directing like 60% of that movie himself. That is absolutely insane. So Kurt Russell, on-screen badass, real-life badass as well. And it gave us the fantastic line, I'm your Huckleberry. Which is also (laughs) a great line. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, number three for me, Tombstone, Shootout, the O.K. Corral, kind of that Western part of our history. Um, I just love that movie so much. I do like that movie. Tell em why it's coming, uh, and hell's coming <laughs> with me. Oh, it's just so good.
0: Good shit. I like it. So, so Recap your number five through three for me.
1: Well, okay, I'll say my number five, but the title's going to take the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, The Assassination of Jesse James. Oh, that's it. Colorado. Episode's over. Aww. Sorry. Gone with the Wind, number four. Uh-huh. Number three, Tombstone. I love it. I, think I it's dig really it. Good. Is it, it is I think super, it's great.
0: I would say it will go down in history, American history Whoa. to exact, as, one of the, yeah. as one of the two lists that's on this podcast. Yes. So, yeah, I love it'll, It will forever be known as that. <laughs> oh, uh, let's hear your uh, list. So let's break it out. Here we go. You ready? Number five. I'm just going to get straight into it. The Hurricane with Denzel Washington. Now, here's why. A, okay. it's a historical movie because it takes place – um, during a, a super, uh, wow, I can't even think. Super uh, racially tumultuous time, um, and it has to deal with one of the biggest kind of racial scandals of wrongful imprisoning in the U.S. history.
1: You know, I've never seen this movie.
0: Are you serious? I really, I don't about think Ruben I have. been Hurricane Carter, uh-uh, the boxer. I haven't. So it deals. It's a true story about a boxer who, um, way way back in the day, was set up. By a police department for a murder that oh, he didn't commit, fucking whitey, because he was black, and he actually spent. Um, he got a life sentence, and he spent. I can't. I can't even think of the amount. Uh, he was sentenced to three life terms in prison. Okay, um, and he actually spent. Uh, at one point, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it was several years or a year in solitary confinement. When was this movie in made? 99.
1: Uh, oh, wow. I don't even remember this. Like, it's like blanking in, in my entirely. Even Bob Dylan had entirely. a huge
0: famous song about it called the hurricane No, oh, now i know the it song the story of the hurricane. No, i know that song i didn't know there was a movie well, based if you up know that the song. song that that song actually lays out the entire story of reuben the hurricane carter so i probably don't need to see the movie i just, no, listen, to just listen to the, the song it the on. song
1: is like eight minutes long so Great. it's about the length of the movie it's funny so far and i guess this is a trend that we're finding like denzel washington has been in a he was in glory yep he's in malcolm x yeah he's in the Hurricane. Yeah. And and. Interesting fact about the hurricane. I haven't seen the movie, but I know the Bob Dylan song. After he gets out of prison, he goes and coaches the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> that is that strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I like exactly. that. I made you spit out your beer on that one. You did a little good. bit. I was just all over the computer. I need to see me. that movie. You need to see Assassination of Jesse James by Robert. But I need to see that movie. If you it's do. Dental Washington and it's good and it's on you your list, we I need, need to, to see it.
0: After this, we should just set aside some time. You and me, and we'll watch some of these movies that we haven't seen. We'll have a little mini historical movie marathon. I would love that. Um, so
1: number five is Hurricane. My number four, Spotlight. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome movie. Great. It. Since it took place in like 2001, I didn't really consider it, but, but the Catholic, crazy good, the whole Catholic Church crazy stuff, good. and it's a that's a pretty pivotal moment in yeah. American history. Okay, so I'm liking your list so far. Good, that movie good. is can
0: we just talk about Spotlight real yeah, quick? Yeah, please, let's do. How the, good well, is that off, movie? Hold on, let's talk about the cast on that movie. No, all right, Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Michael Keaton, John Slattery. Rachel McAdams, Liev Schreiber, Stanley
1: Tucci—I mean, that, yeah. just like uh, your your assassination of and, know, uh, but, but, but by by the that. coward Abraham and Mark Ruffalo, his—I mean, he's great throughout the entire thing. Yeah. But that one scene, and anyone who knows who's seen the movie knows what scene I'm talking about. But when he's freaking out that they're not able to do anything or go forward with right. it in the newsroom. Oh man! It's one of my favorite performances by him, and he's had a lot of great performances. Oh, he has, definitely. And I
0: will say, this actually, watching this movie with my wife, it kicked off a whole, uh, like, mini marathon that we did at our house, where we were suddenly like eating up every, like, political intrigue, crime, drama. So, like, all the presidents, yeah, that we could watch, because it just, it, the story that it tells is so powerful. With this, you know, revelation of a Insanely huge cover-up.
1: Insane.
0: I mean, the numbers, when they were reading them off and that, at the end of the movie, when it does that scroll of just <laughs> the cities that it's been affected by, and it lit, it made me sick to my stomach. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm just
1: like, holy shit. That's like, definitely a movie you can't watch and not be affected, affected by, by it. it. It's like Requiem for a Dream in that regard, or Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you watch it, and you just get affected by it, like, deep down. De- <laughs> Bless you. You're going to edit that out. It, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> Damn <laughs> it. Stay it. <in. laughs> uh, holy sneezes. Um, but anyway, Christian sneezes? <laughs> yeah. Well, we
0: are sneezes. about Christ. We are
1: talking about the Catholic <laughs> Church, so <laughs> hashtag sneezes. Christ. Oh, I feel like my nose just got raped. <laughs> it did. It's not funny. By it's a rape's not, it's not funny. <laughs> as I say <laughs> oh, after making right, a joke, right. I hate myself and my sense of humor. <laughs> but no, I don't.
0: This. This movie, I mean, it's killer. I mean, it's an amazing flick. One and of the things about that film
1: is uh, it takes a topic that should not be interesting. Sort of like all the President's Men or some of those like journalistic espionage movies. Uh-huh. It should not be entertaining. But the direction, the writing, and the acting is so good. <sighs> I'm going to disagree with you.
0: Pulls the, the concept, what happened with these guys and the situation that they went through, I think is absolutely perfect fodder for an intriguing movie. I what? mean, the roadblocks that got thrown up by the city, I mean, when they were trying oh, to, to get those the, the documents from the yeah. courts and, I mean, the level of corruption that, I mean, it was all the way up. I yeah. mean, and it, it was just absolutely disturbing. To the top! It was to the top! To the top! So that's my number four. Okay, good number right? four. So moving on, lastly, number three. My number three is Apollo 13.
1: Oh, yeah. I should have put that on my another, honorable mentions. Another
0: huge moment
1: in American huge history. W- world killer, history.
0: Another killer cast.
1: Yeah. I mean, anything with Tom Hanks, though. That's awesome. Except for the Lady Killers. Anything with Tom Hanks, parentheses, <laughs> except for Lady Killers, is going to be great. That's true. But, um, yeah, so uh, Apollo 13, I remember that was one of those
0: movies that gave me my first fear of space. Oh, really?
1: Um, yeah, like, you would think, like, alien. Yeah, I would think alien. But
0: it was because it was so real world, mm-hmm. and the fear of just being so crazy isolated from the rest of the world, and having this catastrophe happen, and you're fucked, basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was... I mean, it should have been like, Houston, we're fucked. Yeah, like that's, you,
1: <laughs> that's the line, you Houston, know? goodbye. Right,
0: we're dead now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, um. And, but... I mean, it just intrigued me, and it yeah. and it put the fear of space in me. Like for real, I was like, if f- for some reason uh, we the the world takes a Wall-E type turn, which it's probably going to when Trump becomes president. Probably, but. Uh, when that happens and we all have to be shuttled into spaceships, I think I'm just gonna die on Earth because yeah. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, I am not. I am <laughs> not
1: going into space. Can I opt for suicide? <laughs> right. Where's which I'll line is suicide? Is here. <laughs> is this the space line? This is uh, the, the suicide, suicide line. line? Wait, I'll be, I'll be I'll right be there. In, I'll be in Lemmings. Yeah. I'll be in. I'll be in troop Lemmings. Yeah. Um, because well, I mean, it's crazy. One of the things about that movie, and which I think is incredibly. Underutilized because it's hard to write and it's hard it's hard to film. Sometimes is that most of the time when there's like a space disaster movie, uh-huh. it always has to do with some sort of threat from another world yep. or you know some sort of beast or yeah you know something you know something on the dark side of the moon yeah but. With Apollo 13, and a couple movies I think have done it well since then where it's not fantastical elements that's causing it. It's just – Gravity? general – yeah. Gravity is one, and The Martian is the other one I was thinking of. It's not so much these fantastical elements. It's human beings desperate to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. There are movies that I really, really love that have to do with just human beings desperate to survive. Like, I mean, Open Water is not a fantastic film. No. But in that regard, though, that movie yeah. is is incredibly suspenseful because it's it's not like, oh, well, giant octopus monsters right. are coming up from the water. Right. And it's no. like it's not the abyss. It's just we're lost, and this could totally happen to you. Right. Or um, I forget the name of the movie, but there's one where people are trapped on a ski lift over, like, a long holiday weekend. I, is think, that what it is? I think it's called Frozen. No, not the Let It Go one. No, not the Let It Go. No. This is We're Going to Be Eaten <laughs> by Wolves. <laughs> and We'll Die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one is interesting as well, especially yeah. when, like, that dude that gives a, up and he, like, jumps out. Seth
0: Gordon Green. or er, Seth, Seth, Seth Green? Is
1: Seth Green? No, no, it's the same guy who directed, I think he directed, like, Dead Snow. I like think so too. Movie director. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, that one guy like gives up and jumps off and yeah. breaks his leg, and then immediately gets eaten by, by a whole bunch of wolves. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was just this is a terrible horrible situation. It's like we, if we stay here, we die. If we jump down, we, we die. die. Like, what do we do? Right. Like, how can we get out of this? But to or, circle back to Apollo 13, right. we're getting way off topic. Or on the this. Shallows, which apparently sucks a huge donkey dick. No, fuck that movie. Blake Lively should never be the star of a movie. No. Back to your thing. Uh,
0: so. Uh, but with Apollo 13, it's an awesome movie. It also takes place in a super interesting time. Um, when you're talking about the initial kind of buildup of, of NASA and space travel, mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by that kind yeah. of stuff. It was a super interesting, um, I dare say, distraction from other world things that were mm-hmm. going on that it was used as. And it it is fascinating to me how sometimes that kind of stuff mirrors our current political state, where right. you'll have these fanciful things of like, oh, we need to do something else to not really realize that yeah. we've got a lot of political shit going on <laughs> right now. <you> know? <laughs> We're going to build a wall. Um, but it's a super awesome movie led by an incredible, cool cast that is terrifying and uplifting and yeah. encouraging because it puts people in this desperate situation and, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen fucking Apollo 13, then you're dead to me. <laughs> but uh, spoiler alert, they survive. Yeah. And they survive by human ingenuity. Like read a history book. They yeah. they, they make it. Yeah. But it's I love awesome. one thing
1: about that movie in particular that I like is that they take the time to tell the stories about the people that are back home as well. Yeah. So you see the stress that it has on the wives, you see the stress that it has in the control room, almost like we were soldiers had almost half the movie is back with the wives oh, or yeah. or that um uh, 9-11 movie, I forget, I think it's called Twin Towers or World Trade Center with Nick Cage. Oh, World Trade Center. Yeah, <laughs> where it, like, half the movie is back with the families, and so it's not just the catastrophe, you actually get to see sort of the ripple the effect, effect that it has of that him. catastrophe, yeah. and so you see Tom Hanks's family and Ed O'Neill's family. I agree. Ed O'Neill's, no, no, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Not Ed. <laughs> Ed O'Neill, not, not Bundy. <laughs> not Al Bundy goes yeah. up in space. <laughs> he's just got hand in the pants, and he's like... <laughs> Ugh. He volunteered. Like, I didn't
0: want to come to space anyway. <laughs>
1: he's got those two shitty like kids at home. He's like, I'm going to
0: space. <laughs> Give me a beer. <laughs> Peg, <laughs> go into the moon. <laughs> Peg, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but awesome movie. So that's my yeah. five through three. Number five, The Hurricane. Number four, Spotlight. And number three, Apollo 13.
1: I, I really like your list so good, far. Good, I'm glad you I like it. I don't think they're stretches. I think they're really good. Awesome. And I'm enjoying it.
0: Awesome. So. Now that I've gotten you to this amicable place and we've reached a veritable American peace treaty, I say we we Velcro our beards together to celebrate (laughs) the wonderful thing that is the beard by
1: mentioning our number one favorite sponsor, which is BeardMoney.com. They will go down in history. history... As one of the best sponsors of High Five the Podcast ever. Um, I love their shirts. I love their beard oils. Yep. I know you do as well, yep. and we can't thank them enough. Nope. Uh, they are thanking us by having, uh, well, by allowing anyone who goes to their site and uses the yeah. promo code HIGHFIVE. How much do they get off? 20% off your purchase. We're the worst at commercials, but they're seriously the best at beard shit. So, so go, buy shit. go buy their shit. Get 20% off. Promo code high five. And in the meantime, we're going to listen to some second favorite sponsors. Second favorite sponsors.
0: Sponsors, we have a problem. No one told
2: you life was going to
1: be this way. Swim so free. <laughs> supermarket in france soccer bopper, soccer bopper, more fun. masterpiece theater is made possible by a grant from
2: mobile corporation which invites you to join with them in supporting your local public television station <laughs>
0: Situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the streets, so I gotta be down with, with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. I got
1: my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eyes.
0: I'm a loped out gangster set tripping bang
1: And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger, fool. Cause death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life, do or die. What can
0: I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things are going, I don't know. Well, it, can you tell me why we're so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me,
1: Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs>
0: Too. I like, was really nervous about it only because, I like I like I told you, I'm not a huge American history buff. So but I don't,
1: you're a movie buff. I am a That's movie enough. buff.
0: That's enough. That is enough. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. It's <laughs> making me tear. No, it's, you're not tearing I've yours. been waiting <laughs> on my father to tell me I'm enough for years, <laughs> and
1: finally you're the one to do it. Thank you, Poppy. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thank you, Poppy. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I'm not a history buff, but I'm also not, like, you know, a documentary, uh, I mean, like a biography buff, but I love well-made document. I love well-made films. Right. And so if a film is going to be good, I don't care what the really – I don't really don't care what the subject right. matter is.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: Unless it stars Blake Lively, who I think is an atrocity.
0: I agree. But you know what's not an atrocity? Our top two. <laughs> Hopefully. Yay! So let's get no, to it. No mine we are, are good. We are back oh, and sweet. we are ready to get into it. Okay. For our top two. And now that we're feeling so am- amicable, I hope you extend that amicability unto my top two of my list. I am sure that I will to yours because your wife is very smart. So
1: <laughs> I know that we will. I know that whatever is on your list, uh, she came. She did a good job we coming. We'll up. see how I feel about <laughs> your top two. I'm not sure yet, but I'm withholding judgment, and there will be judgment.
0: That's fair. <laughs> judgment <laughs> will come. <laughs> There shall be Terminator 2:
1: judgment. judgment Day is about American future, so that could have been on the list. <laughs> in about a hundred years, that movie <laughs> would be on American history. That's fine, but um, remember
0: you have to buy your safe, your safe time travel approved. Clothing yes, Skynet. You can go
1: back. Skynet Gap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Skynet. Skynet Gap is that in the air, that's an airport available? Yeah, a time travel. Yeah, report? it's uh, duty free. What would free. they call that? What would they call a time travel airport? The time port. Probably a time. It would a be a time be, port. Yeah, and then I'd the like thing is, you
1: have to get to the time port like three hours before your port.
0: So would the clothing store be like a, a duty-free shop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be exactly a time duty-free. Um, but like, you could go back to any of these time periods that we're talking about. Like, I, you could easily go back to Tombstone and watch. The OK Corral shooting—you would want to not die. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, well, technically, you couldn't go back to the movie
1: to himself. <laughs> no, no, no. This well, is I not mean, a, you could inter- go back to the dimensional portal. You could go back to the filming of it, just like go, show up in <laughs> Arizona, and you're set. like, "Hey, Mr. Russell." <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. Like, okay, we're talking about time travel. Let's talk about like you know Gone with the Wind or Tombstone. Let's use Tombstone as an example. Eventually, when time travel is possible, there'll be the shooting in OK Corral. Right. But there'll be like a spectator section with like with ropes. Yeah. Off to the and side just across this. <laughs> and they're like it's Doc Holiday's like what the fuck is going on over there? It's like oh no, they're from the future. It's, they're it's just watching. The, it'll
0: be the temporal
1: disruption sep- yeah. section.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you you're safe as long as you stay behind these bleachers and like there's d- like little gold like yeah. red rope rope lines. Yeah. And they're like shoot. Somebody already, <laughs> shoot him in the face. Like, oh,
1: you're uglier than I thought you'd be. You don't look like Val Kilmer at all. Who the fuck is Val Kilmer? It's like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a show us your
0: boobs. <laughs> this movie is rated what?
1: <laughs> Boring. Someone, someone's back in Civil War and going like Freebird. <laughs> Off to the side. it be like a Civil War reenactment. It's the Civil War reenactment of the future and the past. I fucking like, love Like, you that. go to the, back to the time and watch the Civil War. Right. And you come back and be like, man, those guys were good. Those <laughs> guys were so good. <laughs> that was so real. <laughs> that looked uh, so real. And like, no, you watched 100 people be decimated. <laughs> Ugh. Ooh, I feel dirty <laughs> now. So it's like, next time, Honolulu. In the 40s. In the 40s. <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Oh my god! (laughs) It's ironic because my top two movies are both Pearl Harbor.
0: Oh shit! (laughs) They're 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 gonna bomb just like that fucking Michael Bay movie. (laughs) If Michael Bay was anywhere on this
1: list, I would go back in time and stop my own conception.
0: I'm gonna. uh, Speaking of that, though, let me let me tell you. So I saw Pearl Harbor in the theaters. (laughs) So did I. (laughs) And I was like, oh man, this movie looks so good. And then I saw it. Well, first off, it came up and it said, it said uh, his. Directed by Michael Michael Bay, Bay. and you're like, I'm out. (laughs) I was immediately like, Oh, fuck. You didn't know that going in? No, I didn't. I was like, this is not going to be the movie that I expected this to be at all. And it was I bet (laughs) there were explosions. (laughs) There was. And lots of Cuba Gooding Jr. Who, let's be honest, was Megan Fox before Megan Fox.
1: (laughs) Now, if Megan Fox did a remake of Radio, I would totally watch it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I would too But she wouldn't have to do much acting No, she, they would
1: just weird. give her a radio and a shopping cart And she'd be like I'm <laughs> a radio, Fox, a radio. <laughs> And they'd be like, wow, her boobs are huge <laughs> Let's, let's put,
0: have her on the best. Let's put her in the sequel Radio 2 FM Radio no <laughs> Radios <laughs> We added an S
1: with a Z. <laughs> we're updated. It. it now takes place in 2016. Directed by Michael Bay, every radio blows up. <laughs> Written by Stephen King, they all come to life. <laughs> Maximum Radio Drive, starring uh, Megan Fox. Uh, Don't see this film. Oh, fucking I love it. All right, so where were we? I know
0: you're not going to be able to beat that. So <laughs> give, me your, give me your top two.
1: Okay, well the number two, more recent movie, but a, a longer time period. Lincoln. Yep, by Steven Spielberg. I mean, it's fantastic. Daniel Daniel Day-Lewis. I mean, I love, I mentioned Last of the Mohicans, so Daniel Day-Lewis is technically on here twice. But, I mean, uh, just the fact of how good it is, it's all taken from, like, documentation and literature. And I know it's not 100% accurate, but it's an incredibly good film. I mean, when you talk about films in general, Steven Spielberg, one, knows how to make them. And Daniel Day-Lewis knows how to make them. Who is this?
0: Steven Spielberg? Spielberg? Spielberg?
1: Who is he that? He's a Hollywood Jew. Has he directed stuff before few, this movie? A few things. Hmm. A few things here and there. I'll have to look um, it up. The, uh, he's got one coming out called the BFG, which is uh, g- a <laughs> big fucking gun. Big fucking gun. Is that a Doom sequel? It is. It's a Doom spin off.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it, it. It does not star The Rock. Was it like a backdoor sequel kind of
1: like uh, Clover, uh, Cloverfield? It is Cloverfield? It was tin, Cloverfield. definitely playing? backdoor in the way that it's very assy. Oh, great. So,
0: even better. But,
1: uh, I mean, Lincoln is, if, if anyone who's seen it is fantastic. Uh, fun fact Steven Spielberg directed the entire thing wearing a suit and a tie because he wanted to be in is the this time a true period. Fact? Yeah. What, a but was thing. it, a
0: period specific suit and tie?
1: Yeah. I mean, he bled all over it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So, they just <laughs> shot the shit out of him. That's great. Did he have I mean, slaves as his yeah, PAs?
1: He did. Great. He did. That's Jerome, terrible. get this. He is um, never
0: going to support our podcast after that, David. No. We have tanked that opportunity.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh man. We're sorry, Spielberg. Mm. I'm not. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Daniel Day Lewis. Everyone knows he's a method actor, but he was uh, like in Abraham Lincoln zone the whole time. He actually had himself on the call sheet, referred to as Abraham Lincoln. So it was like Abraham Lincoln, report to set. <laughs> That's and then, then they b-
0: brought a body. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just <like> a decomposed <laughs> skeleton. A all in its head. So I have to say, the one thing I learned from Lincoln, because there was only one thing that I learned from Lincoln. Lincoln? Lincoln? A- <laughs> I was inserting myself into Lincoln. <laughs> I'm Lincoln. Um, <laughs> the one thing I learned... Lincoln's voice is a lot different than I expected. That's true as well, I know. I found that out. Like, for some reason, in movie portrayals, and primarily I use Bill and Ted as an example because that's (laughs) that's historically accurate. Right. But... It's always portrayed as being like, "I'm Abraham Abraham (laughs) Lincoln," right? And so when they did that, I was like, "Why is he talking all weird?" So I immediately took the took to the internet, and I was like, "Daniel Day Lewis, dear dear interwebs, weird Lincoln voice." (laughs) (laughs) And it came up with all of this stuff, and it said that apparently there were some like very rare recordings
1: of Mm. Lincoln speaking, and his voice is relatively high pitched, and there's a bunch of like people that document how he sounds when he speaks, and he's very like. He has a higher pitched voice, right. and so Daniel Day Lewis took that, right. took it to the streets, if you right. will. Right. So that is the one
0: thing that I yeah.
1: learned, that I learned from. Him. I I really I mean I, I thought that movie was fantastic. Again, Daniel Day Lewis is obviously the highlight of that film, but yeah. all of the side actors. I mean, even Joseph Gordon Levitt, like everyone in it, does fantastic. Oh. And I just I love me some JGL. It's <laughs> but it's such a good film, yeah. and it's enjoyable, and it's. Daniel Day-Lewis, and so, number two on my list. Are you Super ready? solid, I love it. Are you ready for this number one? I'm ready. I don't know. Break it off. I don't know if you're ready for this jelly. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. It looks very bootylicious. <laughs> it is. So, this movie, if we want to talk about American history, yep. this is almost the epitome of, not only is it a fantastic film uh-huh. by a fantastic director, okay. but it deals with pretty much the beginning of American history. All right, *The New World* by Terrence Malick. All right. So you know Terrence Malick. Yep. You know.
0: Yeah, he does those boring. movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does those Tree really life long, and really long boring movies. *Tree of Life*, *Thin yeah. Red Line*. We've talked about
0: him on the show before. I'm
1: I sure. love Terrence Malick. I think now his movies for oh, me can be <laughs> hit or miss, but as a technical filmmaker, yeah. there's almost nobody better. I, I mean, sure. he's more—he's like a modern-day Kubrick that's not dead. If you want to think of it that way. That's a
0: really fucking weird way to
1: think <laughs> I know. Now his movies aren't as entertaining as Kubrick's movies, no. but when it comes to his like weird esoteric style and his dedication to detail, like for this movie alone, it's the most accurate historical film in history. Okay. Like just straight out. They filmed they built the fort of Jamestown Fort near where the original Jamestown Fort was built, Uh with like logs and wood from the area, and they built all the costumes. They made all the costumes in the same ways that costumes would be made from the exact same materials that they would have been made. Did they
0: actually murder Indians? They did. They That's did. That's amazing. It was that, like the Adam Sandler com-
1: movie, <laughs> The Ridiculous Six, <laughs> so, where sure. they legitimately angered a whole bunch of Native Americans. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, all the dialogue was taken from journals. I mean, it was incredibly I mean, accurate. And Malik, as we know, is a fantastic director, yeah. studied directing at AFI with David Lynch. Yeah, who is another favorite if I know both of yours. Sure. Absolutely. Um and absolutely. Hashtag
0: uh, Lynch Finch.
1: Yeah, Lynch Finch. That is a callback. That is what we in the biz call a callback. Universe building. <laughs> um, and then uh, a fun fact about Terrence Malick. You know what his favorite movie is? No. Zoolander. Shut up. That's true. That has to be fake. That is totally true. What
0: is this? A movie for ants?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what That's has to be t- at least three times this size? <laughs> what is this? A Malik for ants? <laughs> I, li-
0: I like to imagine that he was on set when they were rebuilding the fort, <laughs> and he's like, "What is this? A <laughs> fort for ants?" <laughs> and he's mean, like, "Get it, Zoolander." <laughs> get I love it, <laughs> that movie. <laughs>
1: I like the Terrence Malick. <laughs> is that how he talked? Do yes. more Terrence Malick impressions for me. <laughs> I also <laughs> Blue Steel. <laughs> Terrence Malick. That's <laughs> me. That's me. I'm Terrence Malick. I love how your impressions are just like Hi, I'm Christopher Walken. Like you have to say who they are. And no one knows <laughs> That's what it is. That's it. I'm Terrence Malick. Well, Hooray! People don't
0: know, but historically Terrence Malick had a very high voice. He's <laughs> <Historically> still alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he just he just came I. out I. P. T- to t- the water. <laughs> like Knights of Cups. He's coming out with more. Yeah. R.I.P. In memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. T. Rest, rest in Terrence. Rest in Terrence Malik.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh. I saw that. Terrence he's on um, he was in South Park. Right. Yeah. He's half of yeah. he's Terrence Malik and Philip. <laughs> that would be the best cartoon <laughs> ever. Like it'd be like farting, but it would be the most artistic fart okay. and it would it Look, would span three hours. If we have managed to maintain any listeners <laughs> through this show's run. I would love to see some fan art <laughs> of a Terrence Malik and Terrence and Philip mashup image. Terrence like <laughs> Malik and Philip. would just be like, hi hi Terrence. Hi Malik. <laughs> yeah. I want to see this. So please, please, please. Our one fan <laughs> or maybe if you just don't even like the show and you're listening to it for the first time make fun make of us, us do this. and send it to my five at high five
1: the podcast. Terence Malick and Philip I love that. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so that's so, awesome. It sounds cool. Now it's a it's a fun I mean it's a it's a boring <laughs> <shit> movie. <laughs> like, it's so fun. And it's it's a boring <laughs> movie but it's a fantastic movie. It's one right. of those that's just it's almost like Citizen Kane. Like, super boring, right. but great. I have Like, it is a great film. If you want, like, Amanda has it on DVD. Like, she watches yeah, it all the time. It it's super great. You can borrow it. But just for the sheer technicality of the film, Malick's talent as a director, the acting in it, I mean, Colin Farrell's in it and does great. It's... It's number one because it's the best. Like, it's the best done movie about American history. Right. It might not be the most entertaining. It might not be the shortest. But it is, it is the best movie that has been made about American history. I dig it. So, hands down, New World number one. I diggity dig it. I'll All go right. through my whole five. Please do. This is number five. Yep. Uh, Gone with the Wind is number four. Number three, Tombstone. Number two, Lincoln. One shot to the head. And number one, <laughs> The New World. <laughs>
0: First try. First try. <laughs>
1: um, I love
0: it. I actually really dig your list. So, uh, are you ready for mine? Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Number two. My number two is, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?
1: Oh, good one. I actually thought about that one. The only reason I didn't include it on my list was because it didn't deal with a specific instance. It was more about, like, a feel it and a time. It was depression era. It was depression era, but it didn't deal with, like, a, a, a thing that happened, right. but... It did I, deal
0: with Robert Johnson. Yes, and he I was a value real, big, a real <laughs> your, character.
1: I value your opinion and you, that it's on your list. I think it's great. And Thank you. again, and one as, of the
0: best Coen Brothers or, movies.
1: I mean, ever. the Coen Brothers. Just I, I mean, as everyone who's listens to the show knows, huge fans in our in, oh, in the red wow. room. Man, we're huge we're fans of them. Huge, so
0: huge, huge fans. But also one of the best soundtracks. Uh-huh. This movie's Didn't soundtrack. Did it win something? It, I had to have. Think I think it was know.
1: one of the ones that like became a number one Billboard seller. It introduced and all that. me to
0: Alison Krauss. I'll tell you that, and um, for somebody who, you're probably the bigger music aficionado between the two of us, for sure, but as somebody, um, and I was younger at the time when the movie came out, I was fascinated by this real, genuine music from a, a bygone era, like, they, they didn't, you know, do the, uh, what is, what's that movie with, um, uh, what's his name? Heath Ledger, the Knights movie or whatever, where they inserted oh. like <laughs> rock rock oh. music
1: into medieval times. I was really I was I was thinking you were thinking of the other Cohen Brothers movie with um why can't I think of his I name? I don't know. But I love that face that
0: you just made. For everybody who's listening, <laughs> Jay just completely crossed his eyes
1: <laughs> and made this completely face. Oh, Inside Lewin Davis. Drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was that very music-centric. Yeah, and I love that. I yeah. think
0: I think that really helps evoke a period. Yeah.
1: Inter- introduce you to Allison Krauss. Introduce me to the Soggy Bottom Boys. Oh, yeah. I love
0: it. I <laughs> am a man <laughs> of constant oh.
1: Yep. Love it. That was beautiful.
0: Oh, that was awesome. High five High for that one. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we have a recording contract in our future, not just for the podcast. We're going on tour as the Socky Bottom Boys. <laughs> I mean, but
1: I mean, I love John Turturro. Yep, and he's fantastic in it. Yep, uh, Tim Blake Nelson is yep. fantastic in it. Yep, John Goodman, who's in every Coen Brothers this movie, gives one of his best performances as the Cyclops. As the Cyclops, and I want you to talk about how. That movie takes bluegrass lifestyle, but does it in the style of the the Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, so talk about. it. I mean, it.
0: It, you've got everything. You've got um, you've got the sirens. You've got which were the three bathing beauties in the river as they're washing their clothes and they're singing hymns. <laughs> so good. You've got um, the cyclops, as you already mm-hmm. mentioned, John Goodman. Um,
1: th- w- there's a situation where one of them
0: they think gets turned into a frog that, by the okay. sirens. I
1: have to stop you. I was going to bring this up, but that's one of my There are movies that will make me laugh no matter how many times I've seen them. But the scene where Tim Blake Nelson turns around in the movie theater and goes, We
2: thought you was a
1: toad. Toad. Yeah. The way he enunciates it and his look on his face makes me laugh every single time I see that scene. We thought (laughs) you was a toad. It's so
0: funny. I also love, um, you know, I like George Clooney. I think he's fine in a lot of movies, but I will say... He's pretty fine. He's amazing in this movie. I think it's one of his best performances. I mean, I still, to this day, when I'm putting putting, uh, pomade in my hair, I'm like, I I don't want uh, fop. I'm a Dapper Dan man. I'm a Dapper Dan man. (laughs) I like that. uh, Whenever uh, my wife and I are getting into a a situation, I have a tendency to go, damn, we're in a tight spot. (laughs) (laughs) Constantly, it drives her nuts. Um, but all of those, I still to my kids, I say I am the damn pedophilius. <laughs> I oh, love, man. I love that movie, and I think yeah. it's um, it was an amazingly well done, and the way it was
1: shot, it's beautiful. It is really and beautiful, and
0: it shows an uh, aspect of Southern lifestyle, Depression era that but, is amazing. And
1: that's one of the things that I think the Coen Brothers do really well is almost any movie they do. Is extremely beautiful. Oh, Even absolutely. in like their grisly, tough movies, like uh, No Country for Old Men, oh, yeah. it's a beautiful film. Inside Luan Davis, which is all like inner city and grit, right. is a beautiful movie. Absolutely. And so this is no different. I mean, the story itself lends itself to being very cinematic, and oh, they take definitely. 100% advantage of that I while agree. making a hilariously heartfelt movie. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it is. It is exactly that. It is hilarious and heartfelt at the same time. Do deals with, like I mentioned earlier, Robert Johnson and his supposed deal with the devil that he right. made to be one of the best blues guitarists of all time. And he was. And he was. Um, but it, it worked in historical fact with mythical fiction, with the Odyssey, with real world setting. Um, it was just, it was yeah. amazingly well done. So that's why it earned its spot on my Man. number two. Okay, I'm loving your list. And my number one. Okay. Ready for this? Da-da-da-da-da. Gangs of New
1: York. I had that on my list, but I took Did it off. You? Why? Because it, uh, it same reason for oh, oh Brother Where Art Thou? It didn't deal with a specific thing. It, it was dealt the with, formation of the five boroughs. I, well, I know that, but uh, yes, I had it on my list. Amanda made me take it off. No, I, she, she disagre- made me take it off.
0: I, I will say on this podcast right now, Amanda, you are wrong.
1: <laughs> I and make movie- sure you beat Joey for that after this podcast. <laughs> hey, no, <Help. laughs> but that movie is is great. Um, I mean, Scorsese, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis again, Yes, we talked about him. Leo DiCaprio is one of his best performances. I had it on my list, and every single one of my movies dealt with a specific thing, whether it be like, you know, Jesse James, Assassination, Civil War, Shootout, O.K. Corral, Lincoln, you know, Formation of America, but, you know... I, took, I had it on there because it's one of the first ones I thought yeah. of, and I took it off, and I'm sad now, but I'm glad it's your number I mean, it's one. Got a, I'm it's glad got, we get to talk about it's it. It's got an amazing
0: cast, once mm. again. Daniel Day-Lewis, Bill the Butcher. I mean, uh, this dude, Daniel Day-Lewis, just in general, we'll give him some even more praise after the Lincoln. Amazing. This yeah. dude can become people like I've never seen before.
1: Character actor in the dictionary just says see Daniel Day-Lewis. That's it.
0: That's it. I mean, even uh, we'll step off this movie for a second. There will be blood. Holy shit. Is Daniel thought about view? That?
1: I almost thought about that movie. But again, it didn't revolve around a specific thing That's in fair. time. But man... Yes, Daniel Day-Lewis is so good. And the scene where DiCaprio is just getting the shit kicked
0: out of him oh, man. on the table is one of the most intense, visceral scenes that I've ever seen. I remember watching this movie and just being like, holy shit. Like, Martin Scorsese does not stray away from the brutality that this nation was formed by. No. You know what I mean? And it it paints a very dark picture. With blood. <laughs> with blood <laughs> of of New York. And in this, this battle in this scene at the
1: end. Oh, dude. With all
0: the colors. That's what I'm saying. Ah. It's it's just, I mean, it, it kills me. Plus, uh, somebody that I don't get to praise often in a movie, Cameron Diaz.
1: Yeah. She had and a she above and beyond a really solid she role
0: in this movie. She really rose up to the occasion. Leo such a whore. Always always good. Always. But I, may, I mean, just I don't know. Watching him play with Daniel Day Lewis, like watching them play off of each other. Yeah, play with and each other. And Play with each other. Um, and it had uh, what's his name? I can't even. I can't ever remember his name. He's from uh, Matt M. Moody Sh- Chicago. Wait, no, that's not him. It had um, what's his name? He's in. Uh, oh, shit! Hold on. What are you talking about? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it. <laughs> yeah. vamp, vamp for me, Jay. Do a dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll think of it later. But anyway, the yeah him the, in it. Yes, this movie. I mean, it was killer. The costuming, once yeah. again, to talk about, like yours, like Terrence Malick. The, the visual style that they gave this movie mm-hmm. um, was amazing. The set design, the scope of New York being <laughs> built. You know what I mean? It was this pre skyscape skyscraper pre any sort of like modern civilization, New York, in this very like raw and yeah. like it's being built by these immigrant workers. And it really focused on the immigrant side of what founded our right. nation. You know what I mean? It really, really focused on that.
1: And article. how good a combo is Martin Scorsese and Leo DiCaprio? Oh, I mean, the aviator killer. is is just killer. I mean, anything they do together is yeah. just a Wolf of Wall Street killer yeah killer they're, they're like one of those pairs uh, where it's like johnny depp and tim burton departed. like you just know they're gonna yes oh the departed how did i forget yeah. about the departed yeah. that's one of my favorite movies ever yeah but like yeah it's you know you see oh well the starring leonardo dicaprio directed by martin scorsese is like i'm gonna watch this and i'm gonna like it and it's I, gonna be good
0: i think who i was thinking of was jim broadbent and i was actually oh, thinking okay. of moulin rouge
1: okay yeah i like that guy i love jim Broadbent. yeah
0: really really good but yeah th- I, I thought mean, you were
1: talking about that fat Scottish irish guy
0: no, 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 no.
1: Okay. He's um, in a bunch of stuff, too.
0: But, I mean, oh, Liam Neeson's in it. What? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh,
1: Priest Valen. That's right.
0: Man, I need to rewatch
1: that movie. Yeah.
0: Uh, I love we'll, that movie. We'll put it into our little yeah. mini historical movie marathon. But, I mean, it's, it's oh, and John C. Riley, He's in it.
1: That's what I was trying
0: John to say. John C. Riles and everything. That's what he's I was thinking He's so good. Not, not Jim We've Broadway. talked about
1: him on another podcast. Yes. He's so versatile. Like, I hate when people just, like, pigeonhole him as that, like, goofy, comedic guy. Yeah. I mean, he does great stuff for Tim and Eric, and he does great stuff with Will Ferrell, but he's a fucking great actor. I 100%
0: agree. He's in Chicago. He's Chicago is awesome. great. Dolores Clayborn. Boogie Nights. He's awesome.
1: Boogie Nights, he's amazing. So good. Man, but I love
0: that guy. About Scorsese, kind of diving into what I think... Really made this movie interesting is Scorsese is known as a New Yorker. When mm-hmm. you think Scorsese, a lot of times people it's synonymous with New York. Yeah. It's synonymous with that kind of like um, you know Ellis Islandy kind of feel that that mob the you know, and I think this movie was really birthed of his.
1: Love for New York. Well, I mean, he grew up in New York. He is very, very known. But I mean, when you think about the other movies that he's I know Departed was Boston, but I mean Goodfellas is New York. Um a Taxi Driver, very Very much New York. Very, very much New York. Uh what was that? One of his first movies was just called like Brooklyn or something, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it had, a, it was... Um, mean Streets yep. was about New York. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's great. Brooklyn is um, somebody else. Anyway. That's, that,
0: that's that new movie, Brooklyn, isn't it? No,
1: no, no, but uh, Terry Gillum had a movie. Oh, about, like, yeah, Brooklyn yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's very, very New York. King of Comedy yep. is about New York. Yep. Um, it's just Speaking of
0: muses, so, like, for
1: a while, De Niro was
0: kind of <clears throat> Scorsese's
1: yes. muse Raging Bull. But then he didn't meet the parents, and Scorsese was like, ah. Right. And actually, um, did he meet? He did meet the Fockers. Meet the Parents is funny. Yeah. He did meet the Fockers, and he was like, <laughs> uh, "Hey, Leo, the cast is available. <laughs> right. That kid from What's Eating Gilbert Grape,
0: great. Perfect. <laughs> Bring him in. Bring him in." But uh, yeah, so that's my list. So I'll run back through it real quick, and I'm glad you didn't shit on it too. No, far. man, I expected to, and you blew me out of the water. Your nice. list is really good. So I've got number five, The Hurricane, which you definitely need to watch. <laughs> number four, Spotlight. Spotlight. Number three, <laughs> Apollo 13. And <laughs> Number two, Gangs of New York. Yeah, good. <laughs> and number one, no, I got that backwards. Number two, O oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> and number one, Gangs of New Neat. York. Yeah, it's a pretty solid list. That's I feel pretty good that about it.
1: That list is so good that I just want to give you a high five on how good it was. Let's do it. High five. five. Now we can talk about Beard Money, who we love, but they know we love them. They know we love them. Go to them, them, use High Five, get 20% off. But right now, we're going to hear from some second favorite sponsors, right?
0: Yeah, it'll go down in history as the official second favorite
1: sponsors. Right. After beardmoney.com. Right. Who's the number one? Who's the number one? Right.
0: I'm here to tell you today about Snarky. A new marker that when you write, it helps you to write things. Like, I just wrote, my mom and dad love each other very much. Your parents were adopted you. Oh, this isn't as good as I thought. Um now let me write something different. Uh when I grow up I can be anything I wanna be.
1: As long as it's a vendor at a gas station. Uh,
0: this marker is really mean. Um, and snarky. Oh, how about, uh, one day I'm going to make a lot of money and be really famous.
1: And then you're going to go to jail because it's probably whore money.
0: On second thought, don't buy a snarky. It's a, it's a real asshole.
1: And now, Deep Thoughts by Christopher Walken.
0: Wow, forget nudity. When you give a speech, picture everyone as a dog. Because dogs are not judgmental and will like you no matter what. Wow, it's crazy. What kind of dog loves honey? A beagle. <laughs> Free will is a lie. (laughs) Literally, nothing you do matters. We all die alone. (laughs) It's crazy. Instead of yelling hello when you think a murderer's in your home, say goodbye. Then, if he's there, he'll be like, well, okay, I guess I'm leaving. It's it's crazy.
1: And that was Deep Thoughts by Christopher Walken. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's, I love, like, when I sing, if there were a, r- a radio or, like, a mic in my car when I was, like, singing to the radio. <laughs> it's the end of the world, as we know it. It would, like, Blink-182 songs, like, Where's my age again? would my end again? Into my mouth. That's my and favorite thing ever. <laughs> oh, that makes me so
0: happy. I'm glad. Because I also do that, too. Except I I do it normally with people in the car. <laughs> so I'm just like, but I try to say it at a quiet enough volume that it sounds like I might know
1: the words. Or I'll I'm just leave. What I'll do is I'll, like, put in extra words that make sense in context, but not with the song. It's like, people in Florida. Florida dying hurricanes. <laughs> that's like, is that? that well,
0: it might be. I guess that's, that's, that's like the lyrics.
1: lyrics. I thought this was
0: about like a black guy. Is this is like, about, no, no. about Florida. <laughs> this is about Florida hurricanes.
1: Pensacola's hit with hurricanes.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, fucking love it. All right, so speaking of replacing what actual things are <laughs> with makeshift bullshit you things. Me? So, yeah, yeah of oh, course I did. Um, then mm-hmm. I want you to break that. us into our game because that's a perfect lead-in. What is our game, <laughs> sir game master? Well... <laughs> well, 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 <laughs> Yes, Lincoln. <laughs> well, today we're going to play. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, actually, that came off as baby. Hold on. Baby Huey. Lincoln? Nope, nope, nope. I got it. This is very specific. A uh, Baby or Muppet Babies Miss Piggy. <laughs>
1: Not normal, I was like. Oh, wow! Well. I like Lee Harvey Oswald, Piggy. It's like I'm gonna shoot you, Mister. President.
0: <laughs> that was featured in eleven twenty two sixty three. Right? It was.
1: Yeah, it was. James Franco fought this <laughs> Piggy. There's a huge fist fight at the end of it. People think it's weird for a Stephen King book, but none of them have seen it. Yeah, which is <laughs> about That's Miss Piggy. That is true. Tim Curry as Miss Piggy. <laughs> as Miss Piggy.
0: Tim Curry as Miss Piggy. Well, look, people don't really realize it, but in this connected Stephen King universe, Miss Piggy is the connecting tissue between each of his stories.
1: She's and she's being played by Matthew, uh, <laughs> Matthew in the Dark <laughs> Tower. McConaughey <laughs> in the Dark <laughs> Tower. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey as Miss, Miss Piggy. Piggy. <laughs> 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 All right, tell us about this fucking okay. game. Okay, <laughs> so we're doing a, a modern historical twist on one of our favorite games, which is Hollywood Recast. I love it. So name. we're going to take Hollywood movies and recast them, but <laughs> oh, shit, here's the twist. There's a but? It's, it's a, a huge but. It's an M. Night Shyamalan-style <laughs> twist? No, this is a Kim Kardashian but. Oh, butt. wow. So uh, we're going to, instead of recasting them with actors, we're going to recast them with his famous historical figures. <laughs> so like Howard Taft or other presidents.
0: Namely, does it, hey, do you remember that musical about I Howard loved
1: Taft? that musical. Man, forget yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Taft, Taft is where it's was at. the way to go? We traveled all the way to Broadway to realize it was only being played in Muskogee. Oh, man. But then you know we went and saw it, and it was great. Yeah, worth the road trip. Worth it worth every 14 pennies. So, that's how much it costs. So my question, though, regarding the historical figures,
0: just to make sure that I understand, <laughs> do these have to be American historical figures?
1: Yeah. Or can they be world history No, let's do American historical figures. All right, to fit with... So oh, it, oh, you've got the giant stopwatch. Because, hey, guess what? Great things. Giant stopwatch. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so but what I have here is I have three movies that I'm going to shuffle around like a, a street urchin in New York City. And And you have to to guess
0: (laughs) which one is... uh, Well, there's nothing under them. No.
1: No, you just have to pick one of them and just, like, grab one as it's moving.
0: And
1: this one. Okay, that's the one we're going to do. Here
0: we go. And I'm going to unfold it. And it is... What's Eating Gilbert
1: Grape? The historical, hilarious comedy. (laughs) It is hilarious. (laughs) Okay, so we've got... The the Johnny Depp role, obviously. Yep. We've got the Leonardo DiCaprio role, which so, he does fantastic. So we've in. got Gilbert Grape. Yep. We've got Arnie Grape. And what's grape. eating him? Arnie right. Grape. Arnie we've grape. got Fatty Grape.
0: Yep. Which is uh. Just the fatty Bonnie mom. Bonnie Grape. Just the fatty mom. Mary Steenburgen, uh, Betty Carver, and Juliette Lewis's character Becky. Okay. All right. So we'll cast the top. The top five.
1: Okay. And so I will put three minutes on the clock, and we've got to get it done in those three minutes. All right. Are you ready? No. Okay. Starting now. All right. Historical so figures. Let's see. For so Gilbert
0: Grape, Johnny Depps. Helen Keller. No. No. That's wait, wait, Ar- that's, that's Arnie Grape. Grape. Okay, <laughs> Helen Keller for Arnie Grape. All right, you're jumping ahead, but Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> yes. is replaced by Helen Keller <laughs> playing
1: Arnie Grape. All right. Yes, right. Uh, women's empowerment. So John- Johnny Depp's character, Gilbert Grape. <laughs> and what's eating him. And what is eating okay, him. Okay, so we've got the, the quintessential good guy that just wants to help and support and love everybody. Let's go with John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> love that guy. Alexander Ta- Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton.
0: Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's fine. You say,
1: sir, Alexander.
0: (laughs) Your wife is going to love that. (laughs) My wife is going (laughs) to think I am butchering the shit out of this and probably ground me. Somebody's
1: getting another baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is that is how I seduce her nowadays. <laughs> I just, just come like, in and pretend <laughs> to be Lin, Lin Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Do you also have Tony Awards? <laughs> yes, we do, but we call them
1: Anthony Awards.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> By his real name, He's got But real I just
1: name. I just walk into the bedroom like just bottoms off and be like this is the story of tonight <laughs> <laughs> yikes <Yeah. laughs> it's all terrible right. all
0: right so we've got alexander hamilton as gilbert grape we've got helen keller as arnie grape we need the juliet lewis character becky
1: okay so scrappy like young rebel um joan of arc i was just gonna say no joan you of weren't arc? I was. high five high five joan, okay, of, joan of arc, arc. it is i
0: love it all right we've got uh, mary steenburgen
1: oh uh Betty Carver uh, as the uh, character. John Goodman. <laughs> John yeah, Travolta. They're pretty much as hairspray John Travolta. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, hairspray. so John Travolta in drag from hairspray. As, as fatty the Mary Steenburgen. as fatty no, mom. She's not, it's not the fatty one. It's Mary Steenburgen. You know who oh. she is? Like she's oh, oh, she's Clara, she's from Ted Danson, uh, Ted Danson's yeah. wife. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. okay, what character uh, is she? You keep casting them wrong. So Fatty Fatty Grape, <laughs> <laughs> is John Travolta as yeah. the mother grape. Um, okay. I just wanted to get to that one. I yeah. was excited okay, about perfect. that one. So back to Mary
1: Steenburgen.
0: Okay, and she's Betty Carver. She plays like the grocery store attendant that is hitting on I think she has an affair with, um, with Johnny Depp's character.
1: Monica Lewinsky. Sold. <laughs> or I'll Susan B. Anthony. I love it. Uh, Who would let's you Monica Lewinsky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All so right. she's got the jizz stained grape. Exactly. Shirt. Perfect. Great. Perfect. So we've
0: got who's uh, Fatty Grape uh, again? <laughs> John, <laughs> <is> John
1: Travolta, <laughs> Travolta <laughs> as the
0: mother from Hairspray specifically. Hairspray. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Hairsplay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Many types of lay <laughs> <laughs> sounds. All right. So Gilbert Grape is Alexander Hamilton. Yep. We've got Alexander Arnie Grape Hamilton. as, uh, Helen, as Keller. Helen Keller, or Helen Keller as Arnie Grape. Either way, they're confused. <laughs> they don't know.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Helen is also in Basketball Diaries.
0: <laughs> A little also, fact. <laughs> We've also got uh, Becky. The Becky character was Joan Jonah of Mark. Mark. We've got uh, Even Mary though that's not Amer-
1: American history, which we said it should be, but fuck us. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's our show. Yeah. Do yeah. And, then, we want.
0: and then Mary Stenberger is... Uh, uh, no, Mary Steenburgen's character, <laughs> Betty Carver, and Monica Lewinsky. Right, Monica. And lastly, we've got uh, John Travolta in drag from Hairspray <laughs> as, as Fatty, fatty Grape. grape. <laughs> Just, which I is believe Remus. her character name. Yeah. Oh, Mama, oh, fatty Mama, grape. water. Match in the gas tank. Boom, boom. Because somebody needs to throw in a match on this gas tank of an amazing cast list. Because it was. it's catching fire. You're
1: welcome, Hollywood. Someone go on the internet and write about it.
0: Yeah, how many times are we gonna are going to do this before they actually start paying us for these great ideas? I
1: don't know. One of these days, Fatty Grape. I would like to see someone #hashtag Fatty Grape.
0: Our our uh, our loyal, uh, possibly non-existent listener. Our loyal listener.
1: Right. I would like (laughs) to listen, dear Edward, (laughs) our loyal listener.
0: I would like to have them. If somebody has the time, to I would like to see a poster drawn (laughs) up for this movie (laughs) with these cast members. Anyone with
1: Photoshop or imagination. Yeah.
0: Take five seconds. Doesn't have to be good Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, bad show Photoshop or Photoshop, Photoshop, Photoshop. Doesn't matter. Just do it. All right. So, end of game. All right. So that's that's the <laughs> end that's of disastrous that is game. The game. That, uh, that game fit more in line with our last episode <laughs> a disaster? of true disasters than it did on this episode. Yeah. But that ends our game. That ends our game. And that leads us to something that I'm very excited about, something that I pitched to you, and um, as our listeners know, uh, you are a big fan of horror. I am? Or
1: horror, horrors? I'm a very big fan of- Is it horror or (laughs) horrors? Horror, horrors. Oh, okay, perfect. Basically Rob Zombie. All right, excellent.
0: So, uh, as everybody knows, as I know, you're a big fan. And something that I don't get to watch enough of is horror <laughs> movies. And I would love to hear your recommendations in a new segment that we're calling J Horror.
1: Boot, Pink, Pink, Pink. No,
0: I'm inserting music. Cue the music. All right. Off. So now we're back, and it's time for you. To break in with slasher-type ferocity, your brand new segment, J
1: Horror. Great, and the stipulation you've given me is that I'm only allowed to recommend one, mm-hmm. and it has to be in theme with our list. Yes, yeah, so which it, today's it, it episode be
0: in line with history, American, American history. history, which I've got a
1: great one. All right. So this is a recent movie. It was actually released uh, March of this year, like widely. Ooh, so that's the big new. Sundance that's movie. That's not history. No, it's about history. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and it was a. Uh, It's The Witch. The the Vavitch. Vavitch, The Vavitch by Robert Eggers. Ooh, So this is a fantastic film. Tell me about it because I haven't seen it. The reason that I'm choosing it for American history is because, like my number one choice on the list, Robert Eggers did an amazing job of, being amazingly historically accurate in amazing ways, amazing, amazing. So every bit of dialogue from the movie, I think like 90-something percent, is pulled directly from journals, letters, or documentation from the time. So everything is amazingly historical and accurate to the time. And not only that, the lore around the witches in the film is – Perfectly on point. So – The Vavitches. The Vavitches. So anytime that you see a Vavitch and let's say she's dousing a flying stick with the blood of a character – no spoilers. Uh, this will be spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. But it's a flying stick and not a broom because that's actually what they used and believed back Sticks, then. Sticks, not brooms. Right not nice. broomsticks but just sticks like a flying right. stick not, no that they knobs. would use they would curse and then they would use it to fly but not under their legs like they were masturbating which is also true of the witch right. lore of or, the time or
0: or vacuums like hocus pocus right
1: which we'll get to in another episode, I'm sure. Because those are
0: some son. Those v- are so. Those are
1: some vvitches. Yes. Or um or Disney's The Voviches, <laughs> which is also another classic. Uh, that's a, uh, Which is another classic, but not what we're talking. Doll about. Doll adaptation. <laughs> which is not what we're talking about, or the big fucking vvitch. Right. The B F Viva. The B F V. So
0: basically, your J horror suggestion this go round. Is, is The Vavitch.
1: The Vavitch, distributed by A24, um, art house horror all the way, beautifully choreographed, beautifully cinematic, scary as all fucking get out, but it, there's no jump scares, it's just pure dread, and pure adrenaline, and pure superstition, and you watch this tight family fall apart because of these superstitions and these Vavitches. Nice. So I can't recommend it highly enough.
0: Nice, I'm into it. So listeners, go check it out. The Vavitch... Or that also known as its actual title, <laughs> The, the witch. witch. Recommended, you heard it here, by Jay, your horror co-host supreme. And Jay Horror. So check it out. Jay Horror. So. Segment number one. We did it. So that's you it. You made it. I did. I, I made it. And you we'll made do this every it. couple episodes. Yep. So Now let's do something that we had talked about. Uh, I want you to give this movie a rating.
1: Okay. So yeah, this movie, in my opinion, get, gets four and a half out of five peace day Undies.
0: Four and a half out of five. P pea-stained undies. Yep, I dig it. I like your rating system. Thank too. you. I think that's pretty. Thank you. It's pretty accurate. Solid. Very accurate. Very
1: accurate. Very
0: very accurate. So um, that's perfect. So this is it, man. We're done. Yeah. This is another episode the that'll end. go down in. Uh, Wait for it. His history. shut up. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you lured me into I know, it, I know. and then you I know. Just Smack just oh, Every just time me. Like every time you get a, out, the pull you back in. Just like the, col- the colonists and the Indians. We lured you in with friendship and then massacred you.
1: And now we'll trail of tears the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, man. People so, are going to hate this. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a defiant. So if, if they get
1: mad, they can go to our website, uh, high5thepodcast.com or Facebook, uh, high5thepodcast. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. Which is the high,
0: the number five the podcast. Um, we've also got the Instagrams. They can post the Grams me pictures. Of Insta. Uh, they can email us at my5 at high five and not just to see our dicks. They can no. really... They can really do it for whatever reason. For whatever reason. They want to yell yeah. at us. They want to say nice things. Tell us about Vovitches. They want to send us pictures of uh, this Other movie poster. Other people's <laughs> oh, That, too. <laughs> uh, pictures of uh, what's-eating Gilbert Grape with historical <laughs> figures, yes. movie posters. Um, so, yeah. And uh, so the end, I guess. That's it. That was a pretty good episode. I feel edumacated.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. You learned me a lot. Sure. History and stuff. <laughs> History. Her story. His
0: story. Them story.
2: And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut
1: Casper. That's a wrap. Cut printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut? Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.